everyone, welcome to this week's very, very special episode of Dum Dum, Dum Die, an all-female, all-awesome D&D 5th edition homebrew actual play podcast set in my homebrew world of Kalandos, my being me, being Carla the GM, and around the table I have my amazing players, and we're going to start on my right with them introducing themselves. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> Hi guys, my name is Kirsten, and I play Oriole. Hello, I'm Wednesday, and I play Zantalarian. And I am Nicole, and I play Darby. And this week, believe it or not, is actually our one-year anniversary of our podcast. So, so congratulations <laughs> to us, congratulations to you on listening from from the beginning or from wherever you started, or even from today, you're in for a treat. If you are listening from today, you are welcome to go back and listen to all the other episodes. I promise it's great fun when you're working out at the gym, or you know, uh, like I do, putting on my headphones and like just walking on the treadmill. <laughs> but whatever you may do, you can you can listen to it anywhere. But if not, and you have caught up, to explain what happened on last week's episode, we have Wednesday, aka Xantelarian, to explain previously on Dum Dum Die. Well, we made it out of the forest with Quacha the Chance, and I most definitely did not cry. I'm not crying, you're crying! And there definitely... <laughs> was not fecal matter in my hair. <laughs> not at all. So anyway, we made it back to the Port of the Stars where our good friend Toriel took us to the tulip. All I can say about that is ooh la la, let's go take a bath. Not together, that would be weird. Well, I mean, look, it's your player characters' lives. They can do <laughs> what you want them to do, I guess. Um, that's exactly what happened. There was also a moment in a food shop and also a moment in a tailor's. So that exists. You can go back and listen if you're interested. Oriel's also still blue. Oh, yes. Oriel returned to her, her blue state. So everyone has gone upstairs for a bath. Uh, Toriel is sitting drinking at the bar and no one has seen sight of the captains or the two crew members. Xantelarian, you head up to a room. The, the dancer shows you the way. She opens the, the door and in it is quite a well-appointed uh, bedroom with a claw bathtub that has been filled with warm water. Well, I don't need to strip down because I walked in without any clothes on. I didn't put those clean clothes on because, man, that's just dodge. <laughs> so you, you walk through the streets naked. Oh, yes. Well, not naked in my shorts. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, in my D and D style shorts. Now, yeah, in your D and D boxes. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Because I was going to say that would that would have changed things. Um, cool. Uh, is there anything specific you want to do? Do you know exactly what Santa right, is going to do? All right, please roll constitution for me. Is this 12. not to slip in the bath? Well, yes, that's exactly what it's for. <laughs> um, you. The, the viewer watching, anyone watching from downstairs would hear the door creak and would hear the sound of shorts hitting the floor as someone gets into a bath. And 12, you say, hey? Mm. Okay. At 12, Xantelarian spends an average amount of time in the room <laughs> and also comes out and the dancer smiles Averagely, it wasn't the best time she's ever had, but it also was not the worst. So there's that. It's all right, Sansa Laren doesn't know that. 
I mean, she she seems pretty happy. She <laughs> she seems quite stoked with with the services she gave and received, and um, you know, bathing. What happened? Oriel, non-slipping. <laughs> yeah, non-slipping, non-slipping. Um, um, and you know, you we practiced uh, bathing with socks on. So, <laughs> guys, that was my dad's safe year. bathing. Guys, safe bathing. Safe bathing. That was my dad's legitimately my dad's euphemism for use protection. I was like, that makes no sense whatsoever. But anyway, so everyone bathed with socks on. Okay, they're called magic packets. D and D magic yeah. packets. Lovely magic packets. Mm. Yeah, you were all given magic packets. My woman was outside of my room. <laughs> I was by myself with my bubble bath. Okay, you walked into a very well appointed room. There's a double bed as well as a claw bathtub, which does have water in it. It is clean, um, and there is uh, various ointments around. What are you going to do, Oriel? Puts all the ointments in. Puts all the ointments in. All right. Not like all of the contents, just like dabs oh, of so everything. Oh, because I was going to say I'm right. Wrong. <laughs> Everyone run? else roll constitution. She runs the lotion on its skin. All right. Yeah. Please note you will have a disadvantage on any stealth rolls for the rest of the day because people will smell you from far. <laughs> you will smell beautiful, but you will have a disadvantage on stealth. It's okay. Because the, the smell is quite strong of all the various ointments. So there's wildflower, there's patchouli, there's even a limeish one, Ooh, lavender. I'm exotic. And one entitled summer. Ooh, exciting. Which smells like sunshine. Does the sunshine turn the skin not blue? No, you're still very blue. Hmm. She like scrubs and really you hard realize to see you're she blue. Get the blue off. Uh, you can't, but you also realize you're blue everywhere. Oh, shit. In case you were wondering. Awkward. Hashtag just saying. <laughs> Darby? I feel like in Oriole's mind there were a lot of bubbles. <laughs> she was just too scared to look. Cool. I mean, that's a thing. Uh, Darby? Um, you also go into your room? I Does do. Does your dancer come in with you? Definitely not. Okay. <laughs> I mean, unless well, it it's a, the unless a, it's a hot a male. Uh, yours was not. Well, definitely not. Um... Right, you go in and there's a well-appointed double bed and a claw bathtub. Darby gets into the bathtub. All right. And he cleans himself up. Good job. And then he gets out. Is there a mirror there? There is a mirror. He definitely stares at himself because... He looks good. Yeah. I mean, you, re- Darby, you realize looking at yourself that after, since you started on this adventure, you definitely look buffer. Like buffer in a sexier way? Like uh, in a more feminine or like no. is it a very masculine kind <laughs> well, of thing? I would, I would, didn't want to. I would imagine it's actually more more feminine because you haven't been eating, mm. eating the best. So it's quite a, a like a stringy muscular rather yeah. than a, like a wrestler. Yeah. Muscular. Is is there any makeup in this room? Black powder, like um, lipstick. There's not. However, you imagine if you called for the your server, there might be. Darby definitely wants to do that. He wants to call for um the lady that was that brought him to the room. Okay. And he wants to ask her just for like some some makeup, you know? Okay, cool. So uh, you shout out for her. She immediately opens the door, sees you naked. Uh, closes the door and says, oh, are you ready now? As if you didn't walk in and see me naked. No, y- yes, uh, I thought you were ready for the... No, I uh, just want some makeup, please. 
Oh, um, sure. What what are you looking for? Well, all kinds of makeup, powder, mascara, eyeliner, lipstick, blush, maybe a contour kit. Um, all right. And then she comes and she steps close to you and she holds your face in, in her hand and she tilts it to the light to try and see what mm. shade your skin is. Because it is green. Um, she says, I'm not sure if we have for you here... However, I'm sure the apothecary could make a contour kit, but I, I, I do have a mascara for you. Mm-hmm. And, and some and extensions, the, perhaps. Mm. The strap hair is just getting to me, you know. I don't think we have anything in Orc. I don't think they make Orc extensions. I wonder if that could be a prosperous business. Note to self. I definitely could. I would definitely come and buy from you. Hmm. Well, good to know. Uh, I shall return. So she she leaves. Um, as you exit Xantelarian, you see uh, uh, Dobby's dancer walking past. Uh, Oriel, you will probably exit your room, I'd say, 10 minutes after Xantelarian because you, I assume, bathed quite long. Yeah, well, Oriel will take, like, ideally, like, two hours of, like, Till she's pruny. Okay, the so then bar. not 10 minutes after Zantelarian, because Zantelarian's was the average time. So, your guys, so like if five I minutes. give an actual time, people are going to be like, is that your average? Um, <laughs> so, let's say Zantelarian took 45 minutes. Dobby's dance walked out at 45 minutes, and you'll come out in an hour's time. Mm. Sound fair? All right, the water will be cold, as an aside. It always happens. Like it's, it's, it's okay. Um, your dancer returns mm-hmm. and she brings uh, mascara, a little bit of lipstick, but you realize the color would look really hectic on your skin. Mm. She also says, um, I'm, it was the only one I could find. I, I couldn't bring you, um, I couldn't bring you sunlight one. She's a bitch. Oh, tell me about it. I, you know, would you like me to? Because no one ever, you know, sunlight. And then as she's applying your mascara, she goes to apply it. Are you happy with that? I am. Um, do I look good? Uh, she, she, she's obviously very skilled. Her face is immaculate. Then I'm definitely pleased. As she's applying your mascara, she's like, look up for me. And she's like, yeah. So sunlight thinks she rules the roost, even though she's not the prettiest one here. Oh, I you bet, because you're definitely way prettier than her. <gasps> You are so sweet. And she's like, look uh, and blink for me. Blink for me. And then Dobby like just bats his eyelashes. Um, Weirdly, uh, she looks at you and she says, you know, I don't know if any orcs have worn mascara before, but you have amazingly long eyelashes. I wonder if that's if that's what all orcs have or just you. I think but it's th- just me. I'm, I'm, I'm born special. You know what I mean? I can sense that from yeah. you. Special. As soon as you came, I just thought when you walked in the door, I just felt our spirits alive. And we connected. I I know. <sighs> That's, yeah. I know. And then once she does your mascara, she goes to pick up your clothes and the pieces of material. She's like, oh, shall I trace you? Do you need some? Yes, please, darling. Um, she she uh, lifts the material, but it keeps slipping out of her hands. She's like, <gasps> um, oh, sorry, clumsy me. And she she's just... Trying to pick it up, she's like, is this material wet? You know what? Don't even worry about it. It 
tends to do this sometimes. Um, how's about you just give me five and then I'll be out and then we can just chat more about sunshine and what a what a nonsense. Sunlight. Oh, sunlight. Sorry. See, she's not even that important. Okay. Okay, perfect. And okay, then she, bye, doll. And then Dobby like does them. Oh, the cheek kisses. Yeah. She, uh, she kisses she kisses you back and she goes outside. Santa Laren, in the meantime, you have stepped out. I'm going to make my way back downstairs to hang out with Toriel. Uh, Toriel is sitting there and he is actually quite drunk. Oh, excellent. This is my kind of party. Uh, he's like, Santa Laren. Toriel, that's my name. You know, I have been waiting for you. It feels like a really long time. Did you have fun? A gentleman never tells. <gasps> you totally have fun. Because people who say that always had fun. Because, you know, my brother always says that. And then I always think, he had fun. And I'm like, why don't you tell me about your fun? I would tell you about my fun. Does that mean I'm not a gentleman? And he grabs you by the coat and he pulls you close and he's like, do you think I'm a gentleman, Zantelarian? Toriel, you are the most gentlemanly gentleman I've ever met. <gasps> And coming from you, you know, you're a gentleman. When you came to the port, and even when you came in just wearing your, like, not wearing much, I thought, that man can pull off not wearing a shirt. I mean, he really knows what he's doing. We should get some more drinks. Yes, definitely. Let's you get should some pay more for them. Of course. I'm poor now. Of course. Okay, cool. <laughs> and he starts calling, calling the bartender, and he's like, Wait, where's your friends? We should ask where your friends are. Not the other two, not blue, blue girl and, and green guy. We, we should ask where, yes, where, the, where the captain, captain is. is. We, hey! And he calls the bartender and the bartender rolls his eyes and he's like, <sighs> and he comes wandering over <laughs> the half elf. What'll it be? And then he smiles at you and he goes, ah, oh, so what can I get you? Um, let's get some... Did I do beer in D&D world or is it ale? Ale. Is it ale? Yeah. Okay. Ale and lots of it. Okay. All right. Shall I start running a tab for you? Oh, yes, please. And um, you have you perchance seen uh, the ship's captain? What was his name what again? Ship. And then, and then Toriel goes, the ship is called Ladies <laughs> This is not a very well spelled name. It's actually spelled quite badly. And I don't know what the ship captain's name, name. But he looks, he's he's human and he's tall. And he came with two other humans and they look dirty. They look so Lorian. Lorian. That's his name, Lorian. Oh, um, I believe they have uh, been actually staying with us. So they should be out and about shortly. They've mostly been sleeping during the day, so... Oh, excellent. So start up the tab. All right. And he asks you for some gold coins just as the beginning of the tab. Uh, You can give him five. Okay. And then whatever you drink, he'll give you change back. All right, Darby, you are dressed. Darby is dressed and he is ready. And looking eye-flutteringly fancy. Fabulous. He looks at himself one last time in the mirror. Mm -hmm. And then he like just... He turns his back towards the mirror and then he turns his head so he can see, like, the backside of him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, mm, damn, that ass looking good. Mm-hmm. And then he struts right out <laughs> downstairs to the bar. Are you wearing both pieces of material? Yeah. 
the same way you were wearing them previously? Um, yeah. All right, so with the silver, uh, silver as the main and then the gold almost as a sash. Mm. Cool, just checking. Uh, the materials allow you to do so. <laughs> you come out, you see uh, Zantelarian sitting next to a very drunk Toriel at the bottom and there's various people sitting at tables playing, some playing card games, some's just talking and various dancers in amongst them. Uh, he's going to go sit next to Zantelarian. Uh, as you do so, are you going to sit next to Zantelarian? Yeah. So Toriel's going to lean across Zantelarian and say, hello, welcome back. Did you have fun? You have big eyes. Have your eyes always been this big? I didn't look at your eyes before, but they look really big. You should have a drink. You know, we're waiting for your captain. Apparently they sleep in their rooms and Darby puts his finger on his, on his lips um, to like shush him. And he's like, shush, darling. Not now. And then he leans over to Zantelarian and he's like, are you buying me a drink? And me, <laughs> says Toriel. Has the ale come through? Uh, so the bartender has been delivering ale whenever okay, you... Okay, so I just push over like a, a, a mug at, at Darby, just like... Okay, so when the next one comes, you give yeah, it to Darby. Just push the it, bartender, I don't give it to him, I just push it over on the table. The bartender looks at you like, should I pour you another one to replace that one? Yeah. Okay, and yeah. then he brings you another one. Um, are you guys going to do anything until Oriole appears? Darby's looking for some hot men. Can we pause just for a second? Poor Carla is getting <laughs> absolutely assaulted by my cat in the back. And he's stabbing me in my bum with his nails. <laughs> and like clawing her forehead. Oh I can't feel the hoodie stuff, but I can feel the <laughs> anything in my pants. He's a little asshole. I'm just like, why? It's because I threw him away. Why? Shame. It happens, guys. It's because I put him in the bedroom. Now he's annoyed with me. Like, he literally meowed at me. He's like, how could you? And I'm like, you're the worst human ever. It happens, guys. Yeah. Like, how can I make you sit still? Really? Like, I'm a cat. A I do what I fucking There's want. What are we doing? Okay. I apologize. If I raise my hand, it's just because poor Carla's getting attacked. <laughs> From the back. Okay, no uh, back attack. Well, no don't worries. you like getting attacked from the back, Carla? I mean, when I do get attacked, that's the way I like it. Well, you know. Attack from the back. Back attack. I'm not that Do dark. you need your socks on for that? No, no, you don't. Oh, <laughs> your magic packet? No, no, don't need a magic packet. packet. Out, guys. <laughs> yeah, please do, because that actually That's awkward. Gross that's really quick. awkward. Um, <gasps> cool. All right. Um, do we clap again? No, no just no. Okay, on. cool. So, are you guys going to do anything other than drink? And you look around looking for yeah. hot guys. And generally, a lot of the men in here are not. So, going through the rings of the town, you notice that generically the people living there mm. were really good looking because they all have um, elven blood to some degree. However, the everyone in the tavern that is not a, a paid for, a yeah. personal of uh, monetary persuasion is probably human or people who come to the port. So on the scale of the town, they're probably average to not good looking. But generally somewhere else they might be yeah. good looking people. Um, but considering you've seen everybody else and all the people that you can pay for are way, way yeah. better looking. Yeah. Okay, Darby's going to down his L because 
he needs to see some good-looking people. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. Roll hey, constitution for me. Thirteen. Uh, you feel like the, the ale here is not actually that strong, which is surprising why Toriel is uh, very drunk because he's also drinking slowly. So you've only bought him one ale and he's still at the top of it. Do you have anything stronger? Uh, the barman looks over at you and he's like, well, we have summer wine, but I don't know. Well, Dobby, maybe you should buy some of Rain stuff, you know, like in memory of Rain. Actually, and then Dobby realized that the flask that he got from Quaka, Quaka. <laughs> I do apologize. That is our feline in the house. He has gone <laughs> batshit crazy, apparently. He remembers that that flask is still full, like it's mm-hmm. full. He doesn't know what's in it. Mm-hmm. But he's going to open it. He's going to sniff it. Does it smell like anything? It smells like Rain's, Rain's uh, famous drink. And he, um, he pours some in his glass, like a quarter. And then he, he Are you just going to pour it in? Or are you going to... I'm going to pour it in the glass first because he wants to see what it actually is. Because, I mean... Quaha wasn't, like, the cleanest person. Uh, as soon as you start pouring it, the barman turns to you and he says, uh, sorry, you're not allowed to drink any of your own beverages. Sorry, yes, you're absolutely right, but I'm pretty sure some of it fell in the glass, right? Uh, you managed to get a few. Okay, then he's just going to sip that and see what it tastes like. And he's like, uh, he, the barman turns to Zantelarian and is like, if your friend would like to drink uh, in their flask, we do have a... A fee for if people bring in their own. Would you like to add that to your tab? No, no, no. My tab is is for me. I'll let you know if I am going to pay that fee. If you drink any more of that in here, you will. Okay. One second. Okay. And he's trying to think. He wants to like discreetly taste that little bit that he just poured in the glass. Uh, You're going to have to roll stealth for me. Okay. But bear in mind, you're going to do it with disadvantage because the bartender now knows that's what you want to do. So roll again and take the lower roll. Ah, uh, okay. That was a clear me not say. Yo. <laughs> Seven. Uh, you're like, perfect. Let me just think on that for a moment. And you hold the glass and you play with it. But the bartender's not looking away and you're like... And you look away and sort of drink. <laughs> and, he, and he's like, you know, I can see you, right? Listen, it's a drop. Let me just taste it so I know if I want to buy from you or if I want to pay the fee. Surely you should know what's in your flask. Listen, it's tough times out there. Sometimes we're just unaware of certain things. And then he bats his eyelids. You know what I mean? <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> Roll persuasion for me. Don't fail me. It's, it looks cocked. It's a Because it could totally be a 19 if I wanted it to be. Is it, is it a 9? Is it really a 9? It's really a 9. What Your am life. I... Wait, what am I... Ro- persuasion. Persuasion. 12. Uh, he says... All right, the taste, but that's it, and I'm watching you. You do exactly that, and then he tastes it. Um, it tastes just like Rain's uh, brew. Right, how much will it be for the fee? Uh, it's two silver. That's perfect. 
You hand over to Silva? Yes. You're welcome to pour. He says, may I get you a clean glass? That would be lovely. Thank you. He fetches you a clean glass and gives it to you. He's very impressed by this, this barman. Uh, are you going to drink it? Um, Darby's going to pour, because I'm assuming the flask isn't that big. No, it's not that big. So the glass might fill one and a half. Okay, so Darby's going to pour one glass and then put his flask away. Okay, uh, please roll your percentile for me. It's the two tens. 71. It tastes really refreshing. It's, it's wonderful. Uh, at that point, Oriel, you have come out the room. Everyone can smell a waft yeah. of, <laughs> of mixed, a mixed menagerie smell. Ah, that feels so much better. Are you also wearing, you're wearing all your new clothes? Yes. Perfect. Um, sorry, nice lady who, who ran my bath and then stood outside. Mm-hmm. Um, how do I get a hold of, of, of a magic user who can undo magic? Oh, oh, no, that's only in the third ring. I'm aware, but where in the third ring? Oh, um... I don't, I've never been. I don't actually know. So everyone knows there's in the third ring, but no one knows where to go. Mm-hmm. See, I have a bit of a situation. Oh, I didn't want to say anything. Yes, well, it's not natural, and I would really like to get rid of it. Well, do you have an invitation to the third ring? No. How do I get one of those? <laughs> oh, you sweet thing. Um... I don't know. If if I knew, I, I would have had an invitation to the third ring. Okay. There is, is there a, a wonderful to... brothel up there. We've all heard rumors called the Wildflower. And, well, it's run by Wildflower. It's also called the Wildflower. You might have met her as you came in. Oh, uh, her. Not a very pleasant woman. Uh, so while you're talking, Oriel, uh, hmm. you notice walking out from... Another room, the captain and the two crewmen, they walk past you. They don't greet you. Uh Uh, They turn and they say, hello, and they carry on walking. Uh, They are heading downstairs and go to sit at a table. Bye. And then they look at you confusedly and they say, bye, and go and sit down. So about that inner ring, third ring, Inner ring, inner sanctum, whatever it's called. Uh, is there a way to sneak in? She, her eyes widen and she's I like. I really need to not I be blue would, anymore. I, I would, really need this to become a um, reality. I, I have other customers to tend to. It's been so wonderful serving you. Thank you for your, uh, for your patronage. And she r- very quickly uh, walks away from you and heads downstairs. It to was just table. a question. You see Toriel and uh, Zantelarian and Darby. They are sitting at the bar and sitting on the sort of opposite end of the room uh, downstairs is the captain and the two crewmen. Okay. Uh, she heads over to Toriel and she smacks It's uh, you. You're so blue. It's all washed away. Toriel. You know, I thought it might have washed away. <gasps> Focus, blue. man. Okay. How do I get an invite into the inner circle, third ring? Uh, Don't you have a friend at the gate? No, no, 
I only have a friend at the second gate and only every second Tuesday, sometimes every third Wednesday and also <laughs> sometimes on Thursdays. But did no, but you brought stuff for Lady Starla. So if you have a receipt that you get, you can say, oh, this receipt is wrong and I will fix the receipt for you because the third ring is very particular about receipts, which is a good thing because we have a lot of trade. And it's a really good thing because a lot of the times the people that come for us to trade don't come back again. Maybe it's because they made so much money oh, on their first up. trade. You talk okay. way too much. Lukeel also says that. Lukeel, but Lukeel talks a lot. You think I talk a lot? You must sit at dinner with Lukeel. Uh, he talks so Oriel. much. And then he's talking about all the people he sees because we see different people every day. Speak to and him. It's a, and Toriel is just continuing his... She's literally going to put, like, it's not even a finger on his lips. It's not just holding his lips closed with her hand. Uh, he stops talking. So our, our receipt was supposed to be taken to the place we were staying, which was in the first ring, which I'm assuming is counterintuitive to go backwards. No, but if you, you can go fetch your receipt and then you can go. Then I'm going to go and fetch the receipt. Yuck! Aren't we supposed to get the receipt from the captain? That is very true, Zantelarian. Good thinking. Was it from the captain or was yep. it Where is own? the captain? There! Uh, she points to the captain. And Darby turns around and sees the captain and walks straight to him. I'm right. going to shout from across the room, Yo, Lorian! Uh, the captain turns and he looks at you confusedly and he waves. Um, Lorian? Uh, yes? I'm sorry, do you not recognize me? <laughs> blink, blink, no. blink, blink. <laughs> should I? I? I definitely don't request... Uh, Dances of your shut up, and he you? sort of like waves his hand at your <laughs> Listen, general area. I don't appreciate the rudeness, but do you not remember that we came together? Oh, that and was then the other two crewmen, the other two crewmen start giggling, and he's like, "Look, I don't know what you're insinuating. I'm talking about on the ship, you jackass. Receipt, <laughs> please." And she, like, and then she looks like at you. Uh, he looks at you, and he goes, "I am aware I wasn't blue before." Sorry, do you not remember the bird people on the ship? What bird people? They are not bird people. He looks around. Zantalarian, come here right now! Wow. Okay. Sure. You're lucky. I'm in a good mood. Toriel falls off his chair and he lands on the floor, and he's like, "I'm covered too." And he starts walking. Oh, cool. <laughs> walking bear stumbling along behind you. Zantelarian, these people do not remember us. Please, can you talk some sense into them? Captain Lorian. That is my name. So. We accompanied you on your ship to make sure that you made it to the Port of the Stars alive. And we completed our mission. And now we need a receipt, please. A receipt for a company? But no, surely. for the shipment. That came from Port Oroch. Uh, I don't know you. And I don't know how you know about my shipment. So I would appreciate it. And then the other two crewmen stop laughing. And they, and they look a little bit aggressive. And they say, if you would step back. I think we all just need to calm down. Maybe you'll remember this. And then he like puts a firebolt in his hand. Um, as you do I that. I said calm down. As you do that, everyone in the brothel stops what they're doing and looks at you. 
And then uh, roll perception for me, everyone. Seven. 23. Kristen, please roll perception. Uh, Dobby, 12. You, you notice as you light the the firebolt. Well, actually, anyone who got above 10 will notice this. Oh, okay. Everyone in the brothel stops talking. Um, Lorian and the crew members are looking at you guys. Ha, everyone else is looking at Darby, except for uh, Chris, uh, Oriel's dancer, who is whispering to a large male half-elf. And Darby, you notice that the dancer is quite aggressively pointing, uh, but sneakily at, at you guys. Particularly at Oriel and particularly at you, Darby. And the half-elf is starting to walk to you, the, the male uh, Lorian says, I don't think they like magic here. I think you might have made a bad mistake. Listen, I think everybody just needs to calm down. Zantlarian, these people do not remember us. Look, we saved their lives. A it, life. Listen. A life for a life. Man. They look really, really confused. You can roll insight if you'd like. Yeah. Everyone roll insight for me. Crit fail. But I use the tides of chaos. 11. Yeah, 11. Guys, 14. They truly do not recognize you. Zantelarian, something is wrong. If okay. these people do Oriel, not remember us. Oriel costs minor Toriel illusion to as, not be blue. Uh, to, sorry, as soon as you lit the firebolt, Toriel tries to elbow you in the back job and is like, what the Put it out, put it, and then he sees the people whispering, and he st- steps away from you, and he's like, "Oh, just on the ball," and he starts walking away very quickly. Um, as you do that, not, nothing except everyone seems more taken aback. Mm-hmm. Now that you, and he's like, and then Captain, the captain looks at you and he goes, "I don't know what your game is, but if you truly do not want to start a fight, stop using magic." And he leans back and he says, now be on your way. Do you know Wildflower? Wildflower, of course. Yes, everyone knows Wildflower. Yes, she took off your stock off the boat. Yes, she did. She was rather rude to us. Why? I don't know, maybe because we have mechanical bird people hanging off your boat. Look, I don't want to get involved in whatever crazy you have. Listen, I'm not was your buying. Mast broken. At that point, uh, the half um, elf is going to grab you by the arm, uh, Dobby, and he's going to say, I'd appreciate a word with you outside. Okay. I want to try and convince Lorian that we did, in fact, save his life. Um, roll persuasion for me. We have Eight. evidence of the birds. Yeah, well, that's what I want to try and tell him. That if we go back to the ship, we can... Look, I'm not I'll going show anywhere with you. And at that point, um, the the half-elf, there appears another two male half-elves who grab each of the you, Santalarian and Oriel. And um, Darby, the, the head, you can see he's the head half-elf. He's like, we're all going to step outside. I, I remember your friend passed away. And Lorian's like, what friend? We were three coming here. 
Something's not right, guys. And the half-elves are going to start shuffling you out. Are you going to resist? No. Darby's not going to resist. I'm not going to resist either. You guys get shuffled out very quickly, and Lorian and the two crewmen go back to their drinking and like, weird. Okay, look. And everyone else watches you leave, and then as soon as you close the door, uh, noise starts to spring up again, and Toriel acts very much like he doesn't know you. You guys are the magic users. You tell me what happened. Look, says the half, the head half-elf. is like, we're going to all discuss what happened. Now, I don't know where you're from. And I don't Hot know aura. what... I don't know what you think you can do here. But only... We came to get the receipt for the shipment to take back to the Lord of Port Ar. I am not here about that. No one uses magic in the first or the second ring. You can only use magic in the third ring. So unless you have a certificate that allows you to use magic in the second ring, which I highly, highly doubt, we don't want your kind here. Now leave. And the then captain they needs to give us the you. receipt. They let go of you and they go inside. Guys, we need to get into that third ring. We need the receipt. They're not going to believe us. Wildflower will have the receipt. Isn't there a way to determine whether or not something happened? Can Darby roll insight on as to how they would have forgotten or... Uh, you can roll... Wh- what do you think it might be, Darby? I think Wildflower made them forget. I also think so. Okay, so do you think she did it through... Like, how do you think she did it? I think that there was obviously magic involved. Okay, so roll Arcana for me. Oreo quickly darts off back to the tailor. Eleven. Eleven. Uh, I mean, magic can absolutely do it. You have no idea what magic it was. Mm. Um, you dart off back to the tailor. You do so. Mr. Tailor Man. He's like, your armor's not ready. Come back tomorrow. I don't need it. I was wondering if you had a copy of any of your receipts from Lady Starla for your stock. Uh, no, we don't. She, of course, it is my honor to provide anything for Lady Starla. So there's no receipts. Is there no receipts from the material again? I'm sure you don't make everything locally. Yes, but I give them a receipt. May I please see it? No. Why? This is my business and I don't know you and I don't know I don't if you are from a competitor. Receipt. I just need to see your paper. Oh. And he looks at you. All right, I guess you did spend a lot of money. And he goes and he gets his receipt book. It's just parchment paper with... Um, you can see that his parchment paper is labeled as uh, invoice 104, but mm-hmm. it's only like the fifth page in the invoice book. <laughs> okay. Um, but other than that, it just says the name of his tailor shop and it says signed and deliverables. There's nothing really remarkable about it. Okay, but she has seen the layout of what a receipt looks like. You've seen a layout of what his receipt looks like. Okay. She wants to... You guys just saw Oriel run off in a direction. What are you guys going to do? I'm going to run after Oriel. Yeah, you you keep up. Uh, Thank you. Santa. And she walks out. Okay. Uh, as you catch up, Is Darby Oriel witness to out. this um, whole thing that just happened? Uh, I think he might have come in when he was showing her the receipt. Okay. Um, uh, Santa Lawrence, sorry. Are you following? No. I want to get back into that brothel. I'll come back to you. 
Um, as you appear, the he's like, oh, it's, it's you. Would you also like to... And he shows you both receipts. Listen, if I... How much would you like for us to just take this receipt of yours? We just want to keep it as a souvenir to say that this was the best tailor shop that we've ever been to. Oh, well, if that's what... You can have it. And he pulls off the receipt and he gives it to well, you. Well, thank it's like, you oh, so well, much. Thank you. Don't forget to come back tomorrow for your armor. We definitely we will. And we're going to bring tons and tons of people because you definitely are the best. That, you know, it's so not often that I hear that, even though you are only wearing a cloak. But imagine how you would feel if I could clothe you... Um, totally. Perhaps that's what you will come for tomorrow as well. I think so too. All right. I look forward to seeing you Have a lovely day. You as well. And then Darby just grabs Oriel's arm and he rushes out with her. Uh, You do have... That's who his Antelarian is. You do have the tailor's receipt. I want to climb the building and go in through a random window on the top floor because I want to find the room. I want the receipt. Um, all right, it is heading towards dusk. You might want to wait for later. Yeah. Okay, so you're going to wait. I'm going to wait for it to be dark. So you're waiting outside the brothel until yes, the two of you. Yes, it's deep, but it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not black. Uh, the other two return. Okay, Darby, I've got a forgery kit, so I can forge a receipt, and then we could go to the gate, and we could say that the tailor here has... Got a receipt for one of the shops inside. Maybe Toriel can give us a name. And then they will let us in to collect Remember, this. all we need to do is show them this receipt and tell them that this there was something wrong with the receipt. But remember, this isn't Lady Starla's receipt. This is a tailor's receipt. Would that still work if it was... Because I'm pretty sure uh, Toriel said if it's incorrect, you just show it to them and then they'll still let you in. Can I? You but that's a lady style receipt. That's metagaming. Yeah, it's metagaming. Mm. Well, I'm pretty sure that's what he said. I'm like, you remember what you remember. <laughs> Listen, Oriel, that is what Toriel told me. We okay, don't. We can try, but how about you try that and I'll try my way and okay. I'll make two forgeries and then well, she makes two forgeries. That's fine. Um, are you doing it in the middle of the street outside of no, the. No, obviously find a quiet corner. I am going to go and get the receipt. So I'm going to wait till it gets dark. So I'm sort of scouting. I'm walking around the building, sort of like looking for the best way um, to get up to the top. Please roll performance for me. Because are you, are you trying to look stealthily or are you trying to look like I'm just a casual person Nonchalant. walking around? Yeah. Roll performance for me. Um, are you two going to move aside or are you following Xantelarian who is arbitrarily walking around the building? Uh, I would have just found a, a small corner that's quiet and out of sight. You find an alley between uh, a shops, a couple of sh- couple of shops down. So the two of you are heading yeah. to the alleyway. Xantelarian, mm-hmm. you 17. see where they head? I mean, anyone looking out the window seems to believe you're just a, a random passerby who is looking at the fine handiwork of the second ring. All right. Uh, you're going to do your forgery? Two uh, forgeries. A role performance for me for both. It is, I imagine, for the level of detail of... It's deception. Deception, sorry. I imagine the level of detail uh, for that, you don't need a very high mark. But I got a net 20. <laughs> the one forgery looks exact. like you're struggling to tell which one was the original. So actually, 
That with a nat twenty is twenty seven, and the other one is twenty two. Even you are struggling to tell which one was the original. Good work, uh, Darby. When you look, they look exactly the same. Darby's very impressed. This one is yours, and this one is mine. All um, right. Did you fill in any information on it? Yeah, like basically, uh, what we would have had in our shipment, because we obviously knew what the stock was. All right. So, did you for, uh, make a forgery exactly, or did you change? Well, we wouldn't have made a forgery exactly of what his receipt book was. It would it would be a forgery of what our receipt would have contained. Okay. Uh, roll investigation for me. 14. Uh, so based on what you know you brought and based on all the information you've heard and things, you put information there that you've gleaned and, you know, you think would have been on there. And did you swap out the tailor's name? Uh, yes. And for, for Lady Starla. All right. So based on what you know, mm-hmm. uh, the forgery looks amazing, mm-hmm. but as based on the tailor's uh, paper, and you think your information is possible. Um, could Darby not help her with that? Uh, Roll investigation for me as well, and then as as uh, Oriel's filling in information, you're like, oh, and remember this, and remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, Darby mentioned one or two things that you forgot. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the information to you guys looks legit. Um, Sand, please check this. Uh, he hasn't come back. No. He hasn't been in the alley with you. It is now probably, I'd say, seven o'clock at night. Santa Laren, you have a very good idea of how to get in there and what room, uh, you know what room you were in. Uh, you can smell which room Oriol was in. And so you imagine also from where the bartender pointed, you can imagine what rooms there are. And because the stonework is uh, so wonderful, it actually provides quite quite good handholds. Oh, good. So However, use... there only appears to be one window open. Do I hear anything coming from that window? From that like window if I in particular, stand below it. there is a light under it. Um, how long have you been there? Well, I'm assuming since I've been like checking it out, and I've realised this is actually the only way that I can get in, unless um, I break a window to get in. But that's going to defeat the purpose of doing it stealthily. You realise you you hear uh, so the light has been on since it's been night. Mm-hmm. Um, and you realize you heard when the light came on, you heard uh, a bath being filled. Mm. And then you heard a customer and a dancer. And mm. then you've heard uh, sloshing of more water as the customer and them left. And you haven't heard the bath being filled again. Okay. That's the one then. I'm All right. Second story work to get up there. All right. You two are sitting in the alley and you don't know where Zant is. It's fine. We'll wait. Yeah. Okay. You. Oh. Hold on. Sorry, I just want to check if I've got something, which I think I do. I have a disguise kit. So she wants to make herself look like Wildflower. 
you realize you'd have to cast minor illusion at the same time. That's fine. Sure. Uh, How many times do I have to roll my wild magic? Well, Darby can cast minor illusion as well and help you out. Mm. It's an illusion. But it doesn't last very long. Hence, I'm asking how many times do I have to roll wild magic? <laughs> All the time. Okay. If you're gonna, but are you doing it right now? She's practicing to see if it's if it's looking convincing with oh, the disguise okay. that she's made to look like wildflower. So practice, obviously she's blue, so it's not going to help without so the minor addition. Practicing a roll maybe five times. So while Darby looks at you to see if it looks convincing. What has happened to you? Role. So I'm going to assume this is, it takes for you guys another two hours yeah. to get the disguise kit Ooh. working and to change and then Dobby gives you some notes two. and then to change again and so on. So tell me what happens with your mild magic and then we'll come back to you, Zand. Okay. So I've just rolled basically two dice five times. Cool. To, to come with it. So one is 27. For the next minute, all the spells of the casting time of one action have a casting time of one bonus action. Okay. That and works out for you. Your next change is really quick. <laughs> and 64, which is you cast fog cloud centered on yourself. Your next one, uh, Dobby is struggling to see whether you look like Wildflower because he can't see anything. That's fine. Dobby, I think fog, we should go now. As fog emanates from the alleyway. Dobby, I think we should and go And people now. start skirting the alleyways. You notice that um, sitting in the alley, you notice that uh, very few people ever actually looked in the alleyway. And also you notice that it's getting quite thin, the amount of people walking past. Um, and also it's mostly um, the half-elves now. There's very few what, who you imagine are tourists because they're obviously not wearing the, the summer color scheme. Um, your, your wildflower impersonation when you don't look blue with all Darby's suggestions and assistance and a fog cloud and a fog cloud look, uh, look possible and your clothing is helping. Okay. So you guys think it's possible. Darby, I'm going to go and try. Because there's a fog cloud above me, I don't know why, it just happened. But I think I can use it to my advantage with this forgery that they won't look at it too closely because it'll be hard to see. How long is the fog cloud going to last? An hour. An hour. Okay, hold on a second. So, two hours before. So, in the two hours, <laughs> they have been disguising uh, Oriel, also because they are in a dark alley. So, yeah. they needed to cast some light and it took time. What do you do, Sand? I'm going to use second story work to get up. I climb into that window. All right. Um, and then from there, try and from what I recall, locate the captain's room. Uh, as you start climbing, you hear sound coming from the room. Okay, so the I'm going to... splashing of water. So I'm going to stop to the side of the window. Okay. And sort of like, try and see inside like or or listen or something like that just to you hear a male's voice and uh he's talking sweet nothings to uh a woman who is bathing him 
I'm gonna wait it out. All right. Um, okay, let me let me roll constitution for this guy. <laughs> wow, that's a three. It you waited <laughs> only have to quick. wait ten minutes. The boss the boss was about eight. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so like right. 15 minutes later with clothes putting on and uh, everyone leaves. Okay. You do recall that there was the sound of water being uh, sloshed and you haven't heard that sound yet? I'm going to take like a quick peek in to see. The door is closed. All right. uh, there's no one in it, but the bath is full. The bath is full of water? Yeah, yeah it's the used water. Okay. I'm... I'm quickly going to go inside. All right. And what are you gonna, where are you going to go? I want to leave. But before, when I get to the door, I just want to listen to hear if there's anybody outside before I step out. Uh, as you approach the door, roll perception for me. 17. No, 19. You Sorry. hear footsteps and you hear a hand being placed on the doorknob and you hear the door opening. Okay. You are, however, right behind the door. I'm going to. I'm going to stay behind the door. I'm so you're going to, as the door opens, yes. you're going to open with the door yes. and hide behind the door. Um, you hear uh, the clanking of a bucket as you hear the sloshing sound, and you realize it's someone cleaning out the water. Okay, which way are they facing? So if I sort of move the door slightly, if you peep, uh, yeah. roll stealth for me. Good thing Oriel's not there with you. I mean, <laughs> you have disadvantage. Yes, because she smells. Uh, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Like all the flavors. 24. Uh, you peep the, the person cleaning, the woman cleaning the bath is facing the bathtub and facing the window. So their back is to the door. Okay. And they don't appear to be focused on anything other than the drudgery. I'm going to step out of the room and walk like I'm supposed to be there. Uh, you do so. There's a couple of people coming in and out of some rooms further down the corridor, but... Yeah. No one's paying attention to you from downstairs and everyone upstairs is not okay. faced. I'm going to make my way towards where I suspect the captain's room is. Uh, roll roll perception for me. That was a crit fail. Crit fail. I mean, it could be any one of these rooms from here on out. There's about... Because as you're approaching this end of the corridor, so previously uh, the balcony sort of overlooked the the bottom of the brothel. Now it's going into a corridor and there's rooms leading off. There's probably about five rooms. Two on each side and one at the end. This is going to take a while. Yeah, but I mean, it could be any one of these. Okay, I'm going to start with the first one. Okay. What are you going to um, do? Well, first I want to find out if there's anybody in the room. So I'm going to, like, as I walk past, sort of knock on the door. Uh, as you knock on the first one, uh, you hear a female's voice and she's like, uh, sorry, this is not for patrons. Okay, and then the next one. Uh, you're going to knock? Yep. You hear nothing. Back to the knock. Okay, is the door locked? Uh, you going to try the door? Yes. Uh, it's not. I'm going to go into the room. Uh, you open the door. In this room, there is uh, there's no bath. There's mm. a, a single bed, and it looks like two bed rolls next mm-hmm. to it. Uh, but they're of very fine quality uh, sleeping material, so blankets and uh, pillows. And there's one sort of standing closet, and there's a wash basin yeah. in front of a mirror. 
and there's one chest and it appears to have uh, some male's clothing strewn about the about the room next to sort of each bed and each bedroll. Okay. And uh, you would recognize it as the captain's and the crew's items. All right. Considering you spent time so on a boat. I'm going to search through the stuff. I'm looking for that receipt. All right. Nothing's locked. Yep. Well, they wouldn't. It's a brothel. Like, why would you lock it? I mean, come on. Um, you find a piece of paper mm-hmm. in the in the chest. What does it say? It's a receipt from Lady Starla that says, um, essentially, in a very flowing handwriting, mm-hmm. it says, uh, this hereby confirms that Lady Starla has received, and then it lists the swords in the carpets, and it thanks... Uh, the Lord from Port Orach for his uh, contribution. Okay. Do I remember for how much the Lord was actually charging Lady Starla? There's no monetary amount. There's no monetary amount. Okay, on the receipt. Okay, It no, looks almost fine. like a thank you note more than a more receipt. More than a receipt. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to pocket it. Um, you do, sir. And then I'm going to move to open the window and I'm going to jump out of the window. Uh, you do, sir? As one does. Well, first I want to check if there's anyone on the street. Uh, check outside? Yeah. Roll for me, perception. <laughs> that was terrible too. <laughs> Two. No, three. No, Seems uh, fun. Is is it also not Oriole's fog helping? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Can't you guys are in the alley thing. by the... By, by that the window. Brothel. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, it seems I fun. <laughs> I'm going to jump out the window. Uh, all right. As you do, with Selena's good graces, I'm going to do that jumping, roly, acrobatic thing. As you land, you see that there is actually a dancer mm-hmm. and a, a patron there, and they were chafuffling, mm-hmm. and they stop chafuffling, and they look shocked, and the, the dancer looks at you with pleading eyes, and she's like, let's not speak a word of this. I'm going to wink at her and be like, of course not. I know exactly how you feel. And, and I then, worked at a brothel once too. And then the the customer looks really awkward. And she's like, uh, have a good evening then, says the dancer. Okay, I wink at her and I just walk off very nonchalantly like I did not just jump out of a window. Perfect. <laughs> that happens. Uh, so this all took about an hour 45. So you head out into the main street. Yeah. Where you go? So I would have headed towards where the gate area is because I'm assuming they went off and did their own thing. I mean, Oriel always goes off and does her own thing. So are you going Doing to the going to back to the first ring gate? Or? No, to the to the inner ring. To the, the inner, inner ring circle. gate. You're yeah. gonna head over there. Yeah. Cool. As you you arrive at that gate first. Fifteen minutes later, what happens, Oriel? So you have now she created this fog. fog. <laughs> Darby, what are you doing? Are you um, trying to stick into that fog cloud as well? So Darby's, he's he knows that he's too big to actually blend in with that fog cloud. So uh, how big is the fog, fog cloud? cloud? Heavily obscures. So okay, no. So then actually, he's definitely going to be part of it. Not even seen. So you my disguise, gets, I don't think he's doing. Much. So then Darby's actually going to okay. Walk please very roll close. survival for me. Eight. You. Are struggling to stay in this fog cloud. Mm. So you walk and you bump into Oriole and then you move back and then you're out the fog cloud and then you walk back into the fog cloud. So he just decides he's just going to walk out of the fog cloud until he gets into 
like to, to the, the third. The fog cloud is 20 feet in radius. He rolled really badly. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So he'll... Because he'll he's trying to keep like a casual distance and then he walks too slow and then he's up and he rushes forward and bumps into you because is the fog wind? cloud's also foggy inside the cloud. <laughs> is there wind? Uh, within the, these walls, no, because the walls of the okay. city block any wind. Okay. All right, you guys, as you're waiting, are you just chilling nonchalantly yeah, by the I'm, gate? That's what I do. Roll performance for me. You slowly see a fog cloud moving in. Ten. Ten. Uh, because you've only been there ten minutes, you you hear the the slide of the um, mm. of wood grating against wood from somewhere high up above you. Mm-hmm. You assume someone's looking out, yeah. checking you out, and then sliding it closed. As a fog cloud starts rolling in, and because it's twenty feet across and twenty, it obscures quite a lot of the street. Okay. It also um, goes around corners. So it appears to... But it's moving, right? It's moving, but it, it's... It, Fog could move. You'd have to roll inside to see if it's unnatural. <laughs> Ten. That's exactly how fog works. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Uh, as the giant fog cloud comes rolling in. And that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Thank you, as always, to my players who make playing and make this game such a wonderful experience. And thank you so much to you for listening. A big thank you to Veed, who makes the beautiful music that plays in our shows. And a big thank you to Wednesday and Tristan, who are the people who make us sound amazing and our sound engineers. Please remember to rate and review us on your favorite, favorite podcast apps. And if you'd like to chat to us, you can chat to us on all the socials at dumdumdie, spelled D-U-M-D-U-M-D-I-E. Or you can mail us at dumdumdiepod at gmail.com. And that's actually very important because we want to do to celebrate one year of our podcast. This month, we're taking any questions, comments, queries to... um, Pleads for mercy. Pleads for mercy. Uh, to create a, a sort of ask me anything discussion mailbag newsletters uh, episode so send us your mails your messages and your questions comments and queries to us all throughout the month of August and then August, September we will have a special episode where we chat and share some information about our lives about the game about this year that has been and just a big thank you for being here for that time and if whether you're new old uh, in between thank you so much for listening and remember to share us with your friends foes families and familiars and as always have a most amazing week filled with adventure gay hey okay i don't know what darby Darby is anymore because i feel like darby's having a chance why can't I? Okay, I can hear myself yeah, now. Sorry. I feel like Darby's transgender, wants to be a woman, not sure if he's gay still. No, I'm pretty sure he's sure he's gay. Darby's My gay. Though, Darby's I mean, gay, but Darby also wants to be a woman. Does this that make him gay? It would make him straight. It would make her straight. Yes, testing uh, January, mm. February, March. You know what happens? April, May, June, July. January, February, March. April, May, June, July. August, September, October, November. December. Will you guys ready to clap? Please do so. All right, try, try.
Good job. 